Hey, it's Harry. You're about to listen to Building, the podcast charting our journey to starting 1225, the audience first growth marketing agency. We want our podcast to be a very open and transparent look around the journey of starting an agency. And you're about to listen to one of the very first episodes where we haven't even decided the agency name. So you'll notice that that does not get mentioned throughout these early episodes. We hope you enjoy listening. And the other point on chat GPT and AI and stuff, it is an area I think both of us need to try and spend more time learning like how we can blend time efficiencies by using platforms like that. It's part of our whole proposition as such and I think we're only just kind of skirting around the, the kind of top edges of what it can do for us as well. So, And I think there is a world in which we could become automation consultants as well. And what I mean by that is you that, don't get me wrong, the fees here would be much higher, but the ROI would be pretty high as well, which is we send one of our automation consultants to your organization and they'll do nothing but sit with you for a month. Before we do, Brennan, do you want to say the domain as well? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so we are live on the internet and you can view all of our delightful pages at 1225.io. Wow, that was... Uh... Yeah, that's good to say. Do you want to repeat it, Harry? Ah, uh, yeah, I'll repeat it. So that's 1225.io. Um, and we should probably be, I just thought something, but the only thing we're ever going to have to do when we say that is then, like, caveat it with, that is the words, not the numbers, 1225. Yeah, 1225, all one word, .io. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get that more snappy, but... Hello and welcome to episode number 14 of Building. Today's date is the 4th of July 2023, so happy Independence Day to all of our American listeners. Um, we may get one or two in the future. Um, this podcast charts our journey in our efforts to set up and scale a growth marketing agency. And it's been a big couple of weeks. Um, we've now recorded, obviously, 14 episodes over the past kind of 14, 15 weeks. But unfortunately, we missed our first week of recording last week because we were that busy. Um, so we've got a lot to update all of our listeners on. And also, it gives us a bit of time to reflect. So, Harry, firstly, obviously, we missed the episode last week. Why was that? Well, Brennan, the reason that we missed that is because, as you said, we were very busy, but mainly because we were moving into our brand new office. And I think it's only fitting that maybe we, we, we cheer that with the crowd as well. Look at that. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was just going to say, listeners may um, realise we probably sound a bit better and maybe even look a little bit better because we're on a new recording platform um, and we're testing it out so today you might hear a lot of uh, sound effects and everything so um yeah bear with us whilst we learn this new uh, platform <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a kid at christmas isn't it um he joined the call i was like brendan brendan they've got sound effects that we just spent 10 minutes just clicking them all um but yeah that is something else that we'll come on to to later down the line in terms of i guess why we're on this this new piece of software but first and foremost we're in the office. Lease was signed, well, a week ago, four or three days ago, the 1st of July. And we spent the weekend moving in, and it's very, very surreal, would be my take on everything. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's um, kind of sunk in just yet. And just to, to recap for, for our listeners as well, 
we finished our, our previous job, which you've been at for six years. I've been at for five years. We finished on Friday, the 30th of June. We tend to record on Fridays. And yeah, it was our last day. So we went for some nice leaving drinks with the team. That that was fun. And then on the Saturday, we were moving <laughs> furniture, desks, chairs, everything, going shopping. We went for a couple of shopping trips and we spent our startup budget for the office um, on mainly one thing. And apart from the protein bars and the San Pellegrinos, <laughs> shout out if there's any free stuff coming our way. Um, what did we spend our money on, Harry? Well, there's two things there, actually. You just you just sparked something, which is, I think it was last week. Well, not last week because we missed a week, but the, the last recording where you were speaking about the fact of, like, I guess, your learnings um, from your time at our previous agency. We were saying, like, oh, if anybody wants to know how to get hired by us, listen to that recording because you'll be conducting a lot of the interviews, um, as will I, and you speak about, I guess, what you're looking for in somebody. I guess another way of doing it is, yeah, just send us some laminate orange San Pellegrinos to the office and you're definitely in with a chance of a uh, chance of getting a job. Yeah, um, absolutely. But but back to, to your original question, what did we spend the majority of our budget on? Plants. <laughs> it's, it's the best way to describe it. We got into our into our new office and whilst I think we're both very, very happy with the space, it was also very, very plain, very white. A lot of what white ceilings, white walls, um, white desks. It was a lot. So definitely missing some character and Brendan, hopefully you don't mind me saying, neither of us are that skilled in the art of uh, interior design. So we just went with the thing that we thought, ah, plant seems about right. And then we just went to, to the local B&Q and bought as many plants as our budget would allow. Yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed it. I don't know too much about plants. My wife loves house plants, so she she was amazed when she saw how many plants we had in the office. <laughs> and I went with a bit of a theme for my purchases. I, I got a little money plant and also something called a Mexican fortune tree. Yeah, I just like the names. Hopefully they bring us our fortunes. So yeah, I'm glad we've got a few plants. I'm yeah. enjoying it. Already, I'm overall wattering. I've been told off by by the wife, like, no, you don't water every day. I told but you. I told you. I, I told you. As you so, came wandering out of the office as we were leaving today with your little watering can. Uh, <laughs> I was like, mate, you watered them yesterday. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I need a spray bottle as well. I need a spray bottle. Yeah. They, they like a misting. Oh, do they? Are you going to yeah. be, so your co founder and chief misting officer? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that title. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, it's been, um, like, I think we definitely did the right thing in terms of, yeah, I think we both enjoyed Friday night probably a bit too much. And I'm going to come on to something on that in a, in a little bit. But making the effort on Saturday to get everything set up so we could just come in, I mean, today's Tuesday, so yesterday, Monday, and just hit the ground running in terms of set, set at our desks, cracking on with what need, needed to get on with. It was definitely the right call. And I have to say, it's been what, three years four years since we really entertained office life um i'm liking it i think it's definitely for me yeah i mean i am too obviously we're brand new into this journey as well but we were saying it today we only went in for half a day today but i seem to get so much more done obviously mm. we don't have as many emails at the minute and there's many slack messages from team members and so on we can just focus and we've actually collaborated on a lot of the work that we've got on and we, we're seemingly able to get through all of it pretty quickly as well. I'm sure that will change in the future as we get busier. But at the moment, 
it really is like I'm feeling like I'm getting more done in half a day than I ever did in one full day at the previous agency. Yeah, I, I agree. I think like today was in my head, like when we decided, do we just get like a virtual office space, like where we can come in like every now and then, or do we like go ahead and get the and then get the real office? Today is probably what I had in my head, not like the the time period, but like this morning, you were working on a client kickoff deck, um, and we were discussing what questions to to, I guess, ask the client. But at the same time, I was in the corner of the office using the using the putting mat and uh, getting some some golf practice in, whilst being like as you say, like I'd class that as super productive as well. To the point that we have a very strong kickoff deck for 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 the meeting that you have tomorrow, and probably what half to quarter of the time, there's no comments on Google Docs and things like that. It's just let's do this, 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 and this, and let's get through it. And I agree, like it's obviously going to change. It's much easier when it's just as to. We've been working together for 10 years as well. So we've established like some fairly decent ways of working that it will change. But yeah, days like today definitely, I guess, gave a plus one into the reason that we decided to go for the for the office space so early on. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a few bits to buy still for the office to, to make it truly our own. But obviously, once we get revenue in, we'll, we'll continue with that as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think... Um, Actually, I think this probably leads nicely into into the next point that we have um, for for today's recording, which is what like within the last hour you've had verbal confirmation on a on a client account, and I think the th first thing that they said to you was, "Oh, great, get that contract signed, and we can get a fridge." Um, so, <laughs> so I guess that's the the level of celebration. I remember back in the day when all we wanted to do was sound a sales gong and go for some drinks afterwards. Now I'm like, okay, let's get a fridge. Yeah, because, mate, I'm telling you, drinking San Pellegrino is warm, not the one. That's a hard life, isn't it? It's a hard life. I know. You've got to treat yourself occasionally. <laughs> but, yeah, back to this client, obviously, yeah, delighted with that. It's just uh, continuing the kind of relationship. We did an initial kind of setup project with them. They verbaled um, on the further project to, to carry out the work on the roadmap as well. So it's all defined. So... Essentially, when we get started with them later this month, it's straight into the work. All, all of the kind of pre-prep has been done, which you n normally get with a retainer. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting the teeth sunk into that and, uh, yeah, progressing that account. Nice, yeah. I'm excited to have a fridge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that as well. <laughs> um, and then I think, yeah, from, from, from my side, Brennan, you've been busy signing clients and I've been busy with spreadsheets. So um, yeah, I guess two very different workloads at the minute, um, just the way that, that things have, have fallen. But I mentioned this on the podcast last recording, spent a bit more time into it at the moment, analyzing, I guess, where we thought we were going to be for our first like official trading month um, from both a startup cost perspective and a revenue in perspective. Last week, I shared the update that we're in a real good place. We're probably, as a minimum, double for July to where we thought we were going to be. And we have other contracts out at the moment as well, which could take us way beyond where we thought we were going to be. I haven't shared this news with you, so this is new, but even for the first quarter, so we could outperform our first quarter expectations within the first month, which would be hugely successful. And I think we'd both be ecstatic with that. Absolutely. But also spend some time working on the forecasting of that. So one of the things that we both probably learned in our, in our previous role was being able to forecast more realistically what we think is going to happen beyond just gut feel is really important. And we were able to take some learnings from that combined with, I guess, just 
preferred ways of working that, that, that we would have to get to a point where we can do some scenario planning, um, which maybe at some point, if there's anybody sad enough out there like myself who enjoys this sort of stuff, I'd be, be happy to share some more, maybe like a deep dive session or something. But um, yeah, we segment our sales activity now based on percentages. So obviously 100% is confirmed, 75% verbal, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and we can now model that out from a scenario perspective. I have to confess, yesterday I spent way too long on this and could not get the, the formulas to work. And it was probably the first time that I'd experienced the drawbacks of ChatGPT and it wasn't ChatGPT's fault. So the problem is, is when you don't know what question to ask it, is then it gets really difficult. So I could broadly explain what I wanted to do but I couldn't brief it to a point that I was getting the formulas that I needed to make the sheet work. So yeah, yesterday afternoon, rather frustratedly, I had to turn to turn to Upwork and find somebody who could do that work for us. Thankfully, they worked amazingly quick. The original estimate they gave us was close a play on Friday to get this work done, and it was done overnight. Um, so I really can't argue with that. And yeah, we're in a really good place from a finance perspective. Like the the ambition that I think I said to you was. I want us to be one of the best run startup agencies in the country, not because that's bragging in any way. Uh, it's just, we've been doing this for so long. We've seen the ins and outs, like we need to document things early, which is a learning that, that you gave me. We need to make sure our finances are in order from day one. If we do nothing else this week, other than get all of our ducks in a row, like that's a huge week. But to your point earlier, I think we've been working so efficiently that sales outreach can start from tomorrow, which again is, I think sooner than, than I anticipated, which is not a bad thing at all. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, firstly, question for you, what would we do without platforms like Upwork to, to find these, these clever people that can do these tasks that, you know, we just can't or we haven't got the experience without spending loads of time because time is valuable. We, we need the time to get on with everything that we need to get on with. And the other point on chat GPT and AI and stuff it is an area I think both of us need to try and spend more time learning, like how we can blend time efficiencies by using platforms like that. It's part of our whole proposition as such. And I think we're only just kind of skirting around the, the kind of top edges of what it can do for us as well. So, um, yeah, Upwork impressed by them so far. Yeah, I think Upwork is great. Like I, I think there is a slight drawback in terms of their like billing a model isn't particularly great. And again, it does still provide some level of our time investment versus potentially having like an agency who could source these freelancers for you. But for the most part, it's been great. And I think the fact that it took me all of 30 minutes to go, actually, do you know what? I'm not going to do this myself. To your point, it was wasting time. Let me put a job ad out on Upwork, spoke to somebody got the work signed off and then had it back probably in the space of seven hours. Yeah, is, is hugely impressive. Then to your point on chat GPT and finding efficiencies and stuff like that. Yeah, like I, I fully agree. And it's something that I have been conscious of and something that I think we will be conscious of as we scale is anything that we're going to do more than once. Like, let's make sure that we don't have to do it more than once by, by setting up some, some automation around that. I haven't spoken to you about this. At least I don't think I have. There is definitely a business opportunity there for us on that front. 
like the 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 way that I see this working is obviously we will speak about in the intro episode. So um, we we can probably speak about more openly now, considering obviously someone would be fourteen to fifteen episodes deep by the time they listen to this. But we want to scale by potentially specialising in some niche areas with smaller agencies at the same time as kind of our agency being the nucleus of that. And I think there is a world in which we could become automation consultants as well. And what I mean by that is you, that don't get me wrong, the fees here would be much higher, but the ROI would be pretty high as well, which is we send one of our automation consultants to your organization and they'll do nothing but sit with you for a month, taking notes, learning how you work, learning how your organization works, and then come back to you maybe a month later with a full report of, here's what's going to be automated. Here's how we're going to do it. Here's the tech stack that you need to make it happen. But at the same time, here's the efficiencies that's going to going to find. And if you've got a C-suite member doing something over and over again that equates to six hours of time, if you can give someone that time back on a monthly basis, like imagine the <laughs> imagine the commercials you could you could make on that. And I think there's a there's a world in which potentially that is an avenue that we begin to explore. I like it. I, I do like it because I think it's inevitable that this this is going to be used by everyone. It's, I'm not, I don't think it's necessarily going to take over the world, um, but people are going to learn to use it alongside their day-to-day work. And the consultants are always needed to find these efficiencies. So, yeah, for me, that definitely sounds like an interesting proposition. However, we've just mentioned it on the podcast, so we better uh, get on that pretty quick before this is released, right? <laughs> yeah exactly well we got we got what we got we got we got three months to get on that based on when we're going to start releasing things just yeah. over but yeah again like i think one of the things that i'm very confident in and hopefully you, you agree otherwise we're going to have some <laughs> issues with the editing process here is like the stuff that we're looking to do for the most part is already out there we're not looking to reinvent anything and that means that we can be very transparent with what we're doing and um, hence this podcast right like we hope that people see some of our vulnerabilities especially in the early episodes before you resigned uh <laughs> free to now as we're as we're learning every day um yeah like i'm happy to, to not everything but for the most part share these things share these ideas knowing that like it's probably not new people may take the idea and run with it but at the same time i'd quietly back ourselves to be as good if not better than a lot of these people that would attempt to do that so uh yeah, happy to, to keep sharing and also happy to be told by people if it is a bad idea. And I think that's another great way of, of figuring out if some of our moves are the right moves or wrong moves, right? Which is a worst case, we're operating on a three month feedback loop. Best case is when we're fully up to speed on those, we're operating at like a one to two week feedback loop. And I think that'll be quite powerful for, for us as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then just on the kind of finance side, you know, all the forecasting tools that you've been doing, the P&L, SAP costs and stuff, um, you start, well, my wife is obviously helping bookkeeping, chasing us for receipts. Feels like the old days again, doesn't it? Having <laughs> a, an accountant chase you for everything. <laughs> it does. Um, but I'd say the part that definitely feels different is um, <laughs> like... It's been a long time since it's been in an office, right? So for the most part, all of our receipts have been like PDFs or screenshots, whatever it may be. Yeah, she she asked, well, asked me for some um, receipts today, opened a drawer in the office to figure out which receipts it was. It's, um, yeah, a bit old school. I do think we need to look at ways again 
we know that it's out there that I can just that you can just upload photos or attachments or whatever of receipts. So lacking at speeding those processes up is going to be important. But yeah, like the help that we're getting there can't be underestimated. Like I logged into zero today for the first time in a very long time. I was like, whoa, I can't find what I'm lacking for. Right. Wait till Friday when I can have a conversation with someone who does know what they're doing. Um, so yeah, like I think invaluable help there, but also areas for us to be upskilling on. Yeah, I definitely need to learn because she'll come to me chatting away. Have you thought about X, Y, Z? And I'm like, oh my God, I don't even understand what you're telling me right now. And I realized they're all bits as a business owner, I'm going to have to learn and kind of understand. So yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that side of things. But you know, we grow, we have to to get into areas that we're uncomfortable in and, and learn them. So um, yeah, that's on my list of things to do over the next couple of weeks. Um, it's felt like a bit of an interview, but one more question for you, Harry, moving back to sales. Obviously, I've got a couple of clients, I'm working on client delivery. Have you managed to close anything yet? <laughs> I was expecting this to to, to, to to come up today. The short answer is no, I haven't. Um, the longer answer is like, I do have contracts out there, um, but they're certainly taking a a bit longer to close. I'm going to actually check my email now to see if, if I've been bailed out of this conversation. Um, I'm not expecting it, but you never know. Uh, no, I haven't. Um, so yes, short answer, no, I have not signed any clients yet. I do have some contracts out, but it is something I'm a little bit conscious of. What it does mean, again, is, and this is natural, like why we wanted to, to do this together, is one person's focusing on one thing, one person's focusing on the other. So at the moment, why you do have clients, and I am very jealous of that, it's probably the best way to describe it. Um, I will be on on sales outreach tomorrow. You're obviously out all day um, with a client, client kickoff session, meeting the team, and I guess like really ingraining yourself within their ways of working and things like that. I'll be at our office on my own, um, emailing as many people as I can um, on, I guess, our value proposition, um, who we are, and I guess potentially the the value that we could bring to the companies that we want to be working with. And I'll be doing that from our target account list, which is a list that if anybody has listened to all 14 episodes, will know we speak about a lot. Um, happy to admit, um, we didn't quite reach the 200, did we, Brennan? No, we we're probably only about halfway. Uh, yeah, we probably are, actually. Yeah, we're probably close to halfway. Yeah. Um, so we now that we've got a bit more time, we're not working two jobs. Um, we've got time and obviously whilst we've got, you know, no teams hassling us with questions and so I'm confident we can get that sorted out in the next couple of weeks. Um, however, on the sales front as well, first bit that's actually kind of been good, a, a positive note, is one of our one of our clients, we've only been in business for a couple of days, but they're already introducing us to, to other people. And I'm do getting you know that, do, do you know what that calls for, Brendan? What? <laughs> so, yeah, I've got I've got another sales call, um exploratory call on, on, on Thursday, uh, with this new lead. So yeah, if all of our sales can can kind of be generated word of mouth, like that aids us having to spend time building out target account lists and so on. So, and I think the final point on sales as well, you were looking at um, HubSpot. Have you managed to look at kind of any further? Uh, yeah, a little bit. So I think it's fairly safe to say, um, what, well, 
for, just for the records again, like it's it's 2023. So when I come to listen to this in two years' time, um, just just reminds me of that. Um, you can definitely tell we're in times of greater economic hardship. Is probably how I'd describe it. Like the SaaS companies are definitely getting more expensive a lot quicker than than most things. Like yes, I know there's a cost of living, but like my fuel bills are not going up at the rate some of these SaaS companies are increasing their prices. Yeah. Um, it's not quite as affordable um, for, for, to do what we want to do as it, as it was, I guess, when we started looking at forecasting these kind of things. But to your point, you have to make that time investment equation really to see if it stacks up. And we know that sales outreach is something that we want to be spending a lot of time on as an agency, maybe not as individuals, um, but as an agency, yes. And we're going to come into this again, maybe later on in this episode, maybe in another, but it's almost time to start hiring. And one of our first hires is likely going to be a business development person. And we can't send them to, I guess we can't, we can't task them with doing what we want them to do if we don't have that like infrastructure there. So as of right now, I've still got a bit more research to do to identify what the right, right package is going to be. And to be honest, if it is definitely the right software for us, but yeah, if we can combine that with an absolute killer salesperson and the whole world of, of AI at the moment, I think we're, we're onto a winner. So Yes, we're going to have to make the investment. The investment's probably going to be higher than we had originally forecast. But thankfully, thanks to a whole number of people being very generous with their time or like giving us stuff and things like that, we we are a little bit under budget from a startup cost perspective. So we should be able to fund this. If not, like I said, we're kind of double where we thought we were going to be from a revenue perspective. So once we've received our first 30 days of billing, um, we'll have the cash flow to, to support that investment as well. Perfect. Sounds good. Um, let's move away then and look at other kind of bits and pieces that we've managed to, to get across the line in the past uh, week or so. Um, so I think probably one of the most positive notes, uh, our shop front, if you will, uh, our website is now live. Um, lots of good work. Yeah. I've got to pause dramatically for these uh, sound effects <laughs> every time I jump out of my skin. Um, so yeah, the website's live. It's um first time I've ever done a Webflow website. I didn't build it, but I was playing around <laughs> with it on Monday, putting the final touches to it, all the SEO, like meta descriptions and so on, adding uh, pictures. Again, shout out to Harry's sister, Ruth, for, for taking pictures of us and Harry's mom. Um, for kind of stage managing the whole shoot. That was one of the funniest hours of my life. It was ridiculous. They were basically ripping you to shreds and I was just laughing. So on our website, if you if you go to our website, you'll see one picture of me just pointing, laughing my head off at Harry, Harry's head in his hands. Um, that was kind of reminiscent of a fun fun hour there with with the pictures so um back to the website obviously webflow putting them all together it's about the right sizing and again you realize i haven't got photoshop i haven't got like adobe's <laughs> so i'm doing it on preview and stuff like that not ideal but i got there in the end and i think all the images are on there so yeah i think the website's going to serve us really well there's certain areas that we'll have to add to it um in the coming weeks but yeah for now um i'm really pleased with with the website with the copy and kind of how it looks as well again shout out to, to your missus as well she has done a brilliant job on the design as well so um yeah that will serve us 
brilliantly, I reckon, over the next year or two. Yeah, I love it. So we put it live yesterday, so Monday, and you said to me, like, oh, it feels real now. I feel like a business owner. And I said to you, I was like, hang on. So the fact we're billing clients and have been for a couple of months, have an office space and have left our jobs, didn't make it feel real. <laughs> the thing that has made it feel real is the, is the website. But if I'm honest, like, I agree. I think it's the fact that even like now, time of recording, like we haven't really mentioned this to anybody. Like it's still quite behind the scenes. Yes, we are serving clients. Yes, we are doing some sales outreach, but we're not officially launching until next week due to some slight small delays with the, the launch video, um, which we'll move on to in a second. But before we do, Brennan, do you want to say the domain as well? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so we are live on the internet and you can view all of our delightful pages at 1225.io. Wow, that was, uh, yeah, that's good to say. Do you want to repeat it, Harry? Ah, yeah, I'll repeat it. So that's 1225.io. Um, and we should probably, the, I just thought something, Brennan, the only thing we're ever going to have to do when we say that is then like caveat it with, that is the words, not the numbers, 1225. Yeah, 1225, all one word, .io. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get that more snappy, but that's the first time we've revealed on the podcast the name. Obviously, you're going to hear this three months after our kind of launch episode. So actually, we could have probably talked about our name and our branding the whole run through of our podcast, and we've missed a trick. Yes and no, but I think, like you said, like we wanted to keep it like as real time as possible. And like we haven't been able to mention that name up until now either, because we've been in full-time employment up until last week. So this is the first time we've said it on the podcast, but honestly, like, the first time we've been been able to say it, I do agree. You could argue we've missed the trick, but I think there's uh, some clever, I guess, post-recording stuff that can be done there to make sure that that is um, front and center for the majority of the time. You got to get that, go get that marketing in at all costs. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, website, I think that's one of our main kind of marketing drivers, or everything will point back to that. Um, managed to set up GA4 yesterday as well and, and get the forms all kind of tagged and tracked. So, um, we're set. We just need people to visit it now. Um, <laughs> and one way that we're going to launch this fully next week is with a big jazzy launch video so we're brand new to podcasting well we've got experience of recording 14 now but we're going to go one step further and actually put together a video with uh, george's help and yeah so that's going to kind of introduce us and what we're trying to do and why we've decided to set up the growth marketing agency in its current guise and the first step for it all was obviously picking the location the office and meeting rooms getting extras for background elements and bits and pieces and a script. So we had to get our writing caps on and yeah, write out a script. And I think, um, Harry, you, you've done a bang up job there because the majority <laughs> was you. I, I really, really like it. How, how did you find the writing the script? Um, yeah, I mean, credit where credit's due. You said to me, um, why don't you just chuck it in chat GPT and see what chat GPT comes up with? Um, and I think if I'm honest, probably a prime example of why we've decided to set up our agency is the AI and things like that. It is definitely changing the industry, but it's 
changing probably the the outputs rather than the core principles. And what happened was I put it in and said, look, we want this kind of style video based on this context, links to the website. Can you write a script? Um, if I'm honest, that script was, it was pretty half-baked. But what a starting point it was. There was just like key lines or key words that were just absolutely perfect for what we wanted to be saying. So took that as a foundation and then built upon it to where we want to be. The only thing that I am not nervous about, but very conscious that we are going to, that I want to try and push through over the next couple of days, um, obviously while you're at the office tomorrow as well, is we like it, but obviously we would buy from ourselves. Why wouldn't we? Um, so there are a few close contacts that do know of, I guess, what we've been up to and what we are up to at the moment. Um, so I'm going to circulate that out through our networks a little bit, if, uh, if you don't mind, um, just to get some feedback on that as well. Because what I don't want to do is create a video for us. Ultimately, it's for the people we want to be selling to and working with, right? So um, just want to make sure that resonates. So yeah, I'll be be sending that out to a few people probably tomorrow just to get a bit, bit of feedback. Yeah, I think that's that's more than fair. Yeah, it keeps the ego and all of those elements out of it. At the end of the day, we want this to, to help us gain clients. We don't want this to be a prideful element. Mm. You know, yeah, look at us. We're we're it's not about that. It's about telling people what we do, how we do it, and you know how we can help their businesses grow as well. So, yeah, I think that's a great shout. If you need me to send it to anyone as well, let me know. I'll get the thoughts. Yeah, so I think that's the launch video. Uh, no, not quite yet. I just want to have a lot. Well, you asked me a few questions on the last piece, so I want to ask you a, you a question as well, which is obviously the <laughs> whilst we both found that our photo shoot incredibly funny. I'm not entirely sure either of us would use the word enjoyable. Um, (laughs) We now have a full day of filming on Friday. Like, not just a full day of filming, but with one of our closest friends, your wife and my partner, um, like, with their eyes on us as well. Like, how are you feeling about that that day of filming? Terrified. I'm not going to be able to get my words out. I can't talk at the best of times. Um, so with an audience as well, it's a bit like at golf. If, if there's people yeah. watching you on the first tee, you just crumble. Obviously, at other times, I'm the world's best golfer. But um, again, with these videos, in your mind, when you're thinking about it, oh, yeah, it's all great. And then as soon as you see that camera in front of your face, I just like, I freeze. I'm like, uh, you know. It's a horrible experience for me. And the way I describe it is I'll turn and no offense to him because he was very young at the time. But Daniel Radcliffe in the first Harry Potter film, that was the most wooden performance because, you know, he was obviously young. But that's what I'm going to be like as a 35 year old business owner. I'm just going to be absolutely terrible. So we've got a day of filming. I, I would hope it wouldn't take all day, but with me and the way that I perform, yeah, it's, it's going to be awful. I'm not going to be able to look at the camera, basically. I'm going to have to have, like, off-camera kind of looks and bits and pieces to get me talking. But, um, yeah, that that's the way I feel about it at the minute. I'm excited to see the video because I think it would be good for the business, but not my bits. It's, it's so funny. I love how you just said I'm not going to be able to look at the camera. And what does the first part of the script say? Brendan and Harry, like, directly down the camera. <laughs> Uh, right. we're gonna have to i reckon we're probably at that first bit it's gonna take at least 10 takes yeah i think so 10 takes and uh yeah a little uh, glass of something for a bit of dutch courage as well 
I agree. I mean, the bloopers trail is going to be immense. I'm sure. Of it. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I'm nervous now. Now we're talking about it, I'm getting a bit nervous as well. Oh yeah, I mean, George knows what he's doing. He's heard that all before from people, and he put me right in our, our kind of pre-filming call the other day to say, "Don't worry." I'll make sure everything's fine. So confident in George's abilities to get the best out of very little, shall we say, in front of the camera. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the experience. And, hey, if we're born naturals, then let's do some more of them. Exactly. Let's, 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 let's do some more. We'll be influencers before we know it. Yeah, exactly. Get ourselves out on TikTok. That's where everyone's at these days. <laughs> exactly. Cool. All right, nice. Before we move on to, like, I think the, the way that we always wrap up the podcast is our weekly commitments. Just wanted to quickly still keep a, a space for the, I guess, the building part of the, the, the podcast, the building segment, which is obviously what the podcast is, is named after. Just to talk about something that we've been doing in our first two days in the office, which I think is going to be a great way of working moving forward. And I'm definitely finding it a great way of, like you say, having those like super productive mornings, especially. And this came a little bit from a podcast that I was listening to where can't remember everything, so paraphrasing, but he spoke about like focusing on the six inches in front of his face, right? So no distractions, just what are the things that are gonna immediately drive us forward and spending say two to three hours on those before moving on to more holistic bits of work or client activity or whatever it may be. Right. And of course, like as we get a bit busier before those hires come in, like those six inches are going to be purely client activity. But where we are now, it's all the other stuff that goes in terms of running a running a business. And what we've been doing is what we call daily commitments. Right. So we have our desks op opposite each other so we can obviously look deeply into each other's eyes. Um, and we just go through, okay, well, what are the most important things to achieve today? And we're probably putting no more than what, three to five things on each other's lists. And then we just update Slack with a little cross through as we achieve each of them. And I found that super productive and it, like for me, and I hopefully you agree, like it's just showcased and highlighted to me, like the power of focus. Um, whilst we were doing this, I guess, like part-time in like terms of like, employment life and the and the, the agency that we were starting like it was obviously very difficult to have large periods of focus all at once and like you kept saying and i kept saying but it won't be like this when we have our own thing and just our own thing because like we will have that focus and like prior to starting i don't think i told you this like i was a bit worried i'd lost my ability to concentrate because like my day most days was just 15 minute meeting 20 minute meeting followed by a half hour meeting followed by a two hour meeting whatever it may be like my day was just meetings so I've come back to the point where that's that's not the situation and you do have these like very deep like focus hours or focus time. It's been very, very nice. I'm very excited to see where it takes us. But at the same time, like I don't know about you, but like I was knackered yesterday. Oh yeah. It was I've I think it's all of the emotions and elements like that, like driving it. Let's let's see how it truly works in say a week's time or something like that. But I really like the daily commitments. Um and it's interesting, you've gone down the kind of, um, what do you call it, the kind of focus route of those daily commitments, and that's what that's for. For me, it's almost like, <laughs> this sounds bad because we're not in competition, we're working together, this is <laughs> our business at the end of the day. But I'm using it as, a, fuck, like, Harry's got through his tasks, I need to get through my tasks, and it's helping motivate me, like, Oh no, Harry can't do more than me. I need to <laughs> be pulling my weight. And it reminds me, 
again, one of my sojourns on this podcast, I can't remember the book I was reading um, and I can't remember the person who did it, but I think it was Charles Swab or someone like Carnegie or Rockefeller. In essence, they had this like factory and it, the factory wasn't performing that well. And so Swab or Rockefeller would go to this <laughs> factory and he'd, he'd sit there for a day and see what was going on. And he noticed a blackboard because it was olden times, obviously. And he'd see the change of shifts and the people would come in from the shift. The night shift would come in and see that the day shift haven't done much or left the factory in a mess and stuff. So all he did was when they, when they left and the night shift started, he wrote a number on the blackboard, a number of the, the packages or the items that they need, needed to, to get done or, you know, that the day shift had done. Night shift was like, well, we're not having that. They did it and managed to get seven items done or whatever it was and put seven up on the board. Then the day shift came in and was like, well, we're not having that. And that instantly, that, that act of kind of competition got them all motivated so that they could beat the previous shift. So that's the way I've kind of taken it. I know it's not done in that way, but that's how I'm using it to motivate me to get on with the task. I don't need the motivation. The motivation is survival and money to pay the bills. But yeah, that's how I've taken it. That's really interesting. I like the, even if you don't know all of the details, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the story. Yeah. It, yeah. I'll find it and I'll add it to the show notes when we uh, release this podcast. Look at us. We're so professional these days. I know, exactly. So um, final segment then. Um, weekly commitments. It's obviously a Tuesday now, so for the rest of the week, um, what's your plan? Uh, yeah, I mentioned it a few times um, throughout, which is as of tomorrow, I'm going to be starting sales outreach. Um, into what capacity that looks like, not too sure yet. That'll depend on which way I go with the, I guess, the processes and the automations and things like that. But yeah, that's going to be starting tomorrow. Have a sole day in the office, and I'm looking forward to seeing like where that takes me. So. Yeah, we'll provide an update on that in next week's podcast. Um, continuing on with the marketing plan, um, kind of all of our marketing is going to start heavily from from next week. So just making sure that that is well documented as we as we move forward. And as part of that as well, um, we will be doing a little bit of outreach activity, both in terms of the podcast and launch video, just announcing, I guess, that we are here and we're both taking clients and hiring. So working on a bit of a, a distribution list as well. So a very marketing and sales focus week which i guess you would expect now that we're we're officially alive yeah absolutely um for me it's delivery client delivery uh, mainly so obviously <laughs> this guy with his clients unbelievable. Yeah, tomorrow's the, the all-day meeting just getting to meet the team kick off and elements like that got a few salesy bits to do obviously a, a call to have um get that verbal into a signed contract as well for the other client um work on target counts but also we're a growth marketing agency um that uses organic content so i think i best probably start planning our own organic content <laughs> for our website so um i'm going to start doing some research on keywords and topic areas so we can start to build out a bit of a blog plan uh, moving forward as well nice and then i think finally collectively um and this is on our kind of week one priorities list so likely a Thursday afternoon or a Friday job is to finalize our hiring plans and, and get writing of some job descriptions slash expectation docs, because 
yeah, like what, week two, week three, we're going to be hiring, which is crazy to say, um, very exciting, but crazy to say. So we need to, we need to make sure that we get that done as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's mad considering our, our plans were like, I think they were like month two or three for potentially looking at the first hire. Uh, it's actually month four in the original forecast. Four. So we're, we're way ahead. Essentially, we've been working on, on the business for three months now, as everyone knows. So maybe if you put it that way, we're, we're bang on target, but we'll take way ahead. Um, way ahead sounds better. Away. Yeah, exactly. So um, perfect. Busy week, lots of emotions, lots of tasks, lots of kind of new elements, certain bits and pieces like forgetting your keys and your your card to get into the office building as well. Um, must remember that next time. But anything else from you, Harry, before we leave? Uh, I don't, maybe we should, should we give ourselves a clap, Brendan? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Big week. Big, <laughs> Big week. How does it feel to be a business owner, Harry? Yeah, I like it. I like it more when um, we're being paid to be business owners. Uh, but honestly, like it's something that I personally wanted for a very long time. And um, I'm very, very happy it's here, even if it does feel a little bit surreal at the moment. Um, same question to you. Yeah, surreal. Definitely surreal. I, still in the back of my head, I've got the previous agency. Like, oh, I, And then I realised I don't need to worry about any of that anymore. <laughs> so that that's quite nice. Obviously, new opportunity. I didn't think I'd ever be a business owner. I just thought too much risk. But now that we've done it, I feel like, yeah, for me, this is the right decision. And, you know, I'm excited by the plans that we've got. I'm sure we'll come up against some road bumps in the future. But at the moment, it's kind of, it's elation is the feeling. Cool. Nice. And I think, uh, I think that's us done. Perfect. Well, as ever, we'll sign off the podcast with our golf-related term, swim well, but true. To help us build our audience, please like, share, and subscribe. If you listened on Apple or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. And if you watched us on YouTube, please leave a question or comment and we'll get back to you. Thank you.